It's the Jack. And Kathy. Show. Shit show. And there we go. Oh, okay. okay. That was, like I think, one. I think if, yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi, baby. It's been a few weeks. It's been, been a long time. We've had, um. Hold on loosely. <laughs> Don't we had go. a big event. Was that just last weekend? Yeah. <gasps> wow. A week ago yesterday, we celebrated my daughter's uh, 50th wedding anniversary. <laughs> that was so nice. She is now Mrs. Heilenbach. Heilenbach. <laughs> it was the most beautiful event. Oh. We had such a good time. Could they not have been the luckier? The bride and groom are happy as heck. Mm-hmm. They each married their best friend. And mm-hmm. if you... For those listening, that means each for other. For those listening, yes. For those listening, though, you know, everybody was introduced to Alex and Sam. you got to stop rolling your rubber ball against my chair. It sounds awful. By the way, that sounds awful. <laughs> I didn't know my balls were rubber. <laughs> well, you didn't see that coming, did you? Oh, that's another one. Okay, go. Um, Childish euphemisms by Jack. But I was going to say, um, for anybody who hasn't listened to all the episodes, Alex and Sam were introduced on, I don't know, early on. Oh my last God, they're probably like in our we sixth in, episode. They were our first interviews. Yeah. That's live right. interviews yep. and it was fun so yep. those two got married and it was absolutely amazing so here's to mr and mrs highland buck well cheers oh cheers your for the plastic golden cup. milk and my water uh-huh. mm. mm-hmm. cheers you two kids yeah absolutely. may you live a long and prosperous life yeah and you have a lot of leftover alcohol to consume, oh god guys saying. you got to come pick this shit up seriously there's like I didn't six know- I didn't know kids don't drink wine. They don't, they don't. You know, I'm going to say kids are pansies today. (laughs) They don't know how to. They don't drink wine. They did not drink a lot of hard alcohol. Properly. Um, They love hard seltzers and some beer. The good beer, though, not the Bud Light. They loved good beer. The Spotted no, Cow was all gone. No, they drink Bud Light. What are you talking about? They drink that, There's too. so much light, Oh, the though. Spotted Cow. They the inhaled. Spotted Cow was like yeah, that's like true. this. Yeah, they do um, like that stuff. But anyway, it was an awesome event. So, hi, babe. Hey. Can you believe it's July already? Can you believe it's July already? <laughs> Is this going to be how the podcasts go? Or are I you don't just know. Gonna repeat? I'm, I'm going to. What do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> Welcome to my show called Jackson Obnoxious Ass. It's July already. I know. And we've got, I, I have to tell you, I want to get back to podcasting once a week. I want to get guests back yes. on. There's to, a lot. There's a lot we need to get back we, to. We have been, you know, we have been truly, credibly busy. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You like looking at yourself today, don't you? I'm looking at you right now. Mm, what are you thinking? <laughs> thinking you look exactly the same as when I go like this. <laughs> you know my former sister-in-law i gotta give her credit for this this is really funny maybe you won't find it funny i thought it was fucking hilarious Mm -hmm. it was my first f-bomb of the day okay um at her wedding her first husband because she's now divorced but her first husband and her had a pretty sick sense of humor so you know most weddings when the dinner's taking place there's maybe 
uh, someone with a cello or there's some soft Frank Sinatra yeah. music in the background. So my ex-wife, her sister, so my sister-in-law is married tonight. Yeah. Whatever. So they're at the head table and I'm with my daughter and other family members at just a side table. And all of a sudden I hear this music playing overhead. Did I tell you this story? Mm -mm. doesn't matter because no. someone else will hear it now. You hear but it keeps getting fast. And I'm listening. I'm like, that's fucking porn soundtrack. <laughs> so I walk up to the head table. They're both sitting there. And I went, are you playing a porn soundtrack <laughs> over the speakers? They both busted out laughing because they wanted to know. If, and I was the only one that figured it out. <laughs> they were literally, what does that say about oh, me? I, no, I'm sure what it was is a lot of people thought to themselves. What is this? this? Is porn soundtrack but i'm not saying anything <laughs> i was home that had the guts to say jack something jack hodar is like hey dude is this a porn dude, soundtrack i know this I totally movie recognize this. <laughs> i remember this one <laughs> cheerleaders <laughs> and dudes three it's one of my favorites 1972 <laughs> only available on vhs <laughs> it's on betamax <laughs> it's oh. true it's true. So yeah, we've we've been busy, and I apologize that I've not pushed this. I just haven't cared about anything but the wedding and the kids and the family and getting the house kind of ready for all of it. And it, yeah, isn't it so funny? We spent eighteen months on. in preparation, and then I truly was father of the bride from the movie. Like you know, at the end of the movie, where Steve Martin, where Steve Martin. Um, is parking cars. Yeah. And he doesn't see his daughter leave for the airport on her honeymoon. And yeah. he's like, wait, what just happened? I remember for me, I was day of, or the rehearsal dinner rather, I'm sitting there with a nail gun because you pulled up. Yes. Putting together a sign yeah, outside the facility. Yeah, I painting the sign and then delivered it to you standing at the end of the driveway. Yeah. So we had a, it was a beautiful time. And I know Al and Sam listen to the podcast and- um, they're an amazing, amazing couple, and I wish them, you know, they remind me of my mom's mother, who lived to be 100, and my grandfather, he lived to be 90, mm -hmm. and they were married for 60-some years. They remind me of the same way, because yeah. Alex can be uh, pretty focused. How's that a word? Is that mm -hmm. a good way to describe her? Absolutely. And Sam gives her a leash that's as long as the diameter of the world, so... Um, they just work well together and they couldn't have had a better day, better friends. It was a beautiful facility to bloom in Wisconsin mm -hmm. in Sockville, mm -hmm. this gorgeous farm. And thank you to Katie and her family for giving us the opportunity. Thanks to Nilsa and Paul, who are the wedding coordinators. I feel like I'm at an awards ceremony right now. I know, right? I want to thank Nilsa and Paul. Without your support, we wouldn't have been able to do this. <laughs> Uh, always and, and last but not least, Kathy. Thank you for being by my side. There you go. Um, no, it was great. It was an amazing day. Perfect weather. It was fun. Um, and I then had a blast. I bawled my eyes out the day after because of all the things I wanted to do that forgot mm -hmm. that I forgot to do. Which mm -hmm. I think everybody goes through that, right? Everyone mm -hmm. has that moment of, oh shit, why didn't I do this with that person or mm -hmm. whatever? But it, it all worked out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm talking a lot. You're not saying shit. No, that's right now. good. You're you're. It's the award ceremony, and you're just saying all your thank yous. So, well, what do mm -hmm. you think? 
Oh, I thought it was fantastic. I yeah. thought it was a great day and a great event. And uh, two people that really should be married. You don't always think that when you go to a wedding. <laughs> right. No, those two. You're like, oh. Man, there's something about them. I hope, I hope they see it. I'm sure they do. That's just stupid of me to say that. They see oh, it. They do. They do. They do indeed. They're Absolutely. very they're very good to one another. Their families are great. So uh now it's on to Sam and Al doing the, you know, the thing. Okay, stop. <laughs> Oh my I God. Would love all right, to be. what were we going to talk about today? This was all you. I left my phone in my pocket here. This was all you. You wanted to talk. So yesterday. Oh, did you write it down? Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, we had a, we had an awesome day yesterday. So we've been, if you follow the podcast, you know, we've been working on a house and we had the wedding and then we were traveling all over the country for Sam's baseball. Congrats to Sam and now going to Maryland. He's going to play his last year at Maryland, which is exciting. Kathy and I bought a condo in Bethesda, which we're happy about. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? So we can look That's into that. That's not true. We'll look but, into it. Uh-huh. So I'm Just excited about that. But, but next thing you know, it's July and... Kathy knows, for those of you listening, that I don't know how to sit still very well, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You look so much taller than me. I really don't like the fact that you're way higher than me right now. Keep talking. It's such a <laughs> silly man thing right now. You are being a silly man right now. The I fact that you are dying that my chair is taller than yours. I know. I don't know why it really bugs me. So I'm going to try to do something here. You're going to sit on a pillow on the ball. Yeah. Well, I sit on the that sound, That looks very, very, very unstable. Tenuous. Yes. There we go. Okay. Now I feel right. better. Now you feel like a man again. Wow. Oh. Oh. I'm not going to deny it's a little bit insecure and immature, and I don't care. <laughs> okay. It's my All right, fucking so podcast. We had a great day yesterday, and we had wonderful conversations, like we always do, mm -hmm. pretty much. It's funny because we haven't, you haven't. Normally we'll drive places, talk about things, and you'll go, that's for the podcast. And we haven't done that in a while. Mm -hmm. We haven't said those words, that's for the podcast, because I don't yeah. think it's been on our mind. And we're going to have more guests on and all that kind of stuff. We'll do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd love to have Nilsson and Paul on, the wedding coordinators. But anyway, um, no, you were talking about, we were talking about intimacy, not sex. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. We're talking about intimacy mm -hmm. and holding hands. How did it come up? You want me to read what you... Yeah, please. Go ahead. You... Please remind me what I said because I have no memory of it. All right, I'll find it. I have no memory of my brilliance. Intimacy, touching, an idea of going out without Kathy. Those are the three things you want to talk about. Mm. Okay. So the show is yours, Ms. Riley. <laughs> Welcome to the Kathy Riley Relationship Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Honar. And now, on to the show. <laughs> go ahead. What do you mean, go ahead? <laughs> do you want some intro music or something? I want some intro thoughts. You were the one that came up with the podcast stuff, the baby cakes. <laughs> well, You're out of it today. I am. I You're am. so out of it. I am. Do you not want to do this? No, I do. Okay. I do. You start us off, though. It was your About idea. our conversation about intimacy. All I have is intimacy. One word. <laughs> you, you, asked, you asked me to 
write that down. I went, what? Intimacy. And I went, intimacy. I typed, <laughs> literally typed I-N-T-I-M-A-C-Y. Intimacy. I didn't know what it meant. I thought there's... Well, I, gotta... I can't even remember my thought on that. But um, mm. I definitely remember... We were in the car and you reached out to hold me. Mm. And I... Like we're even touching hands right now. You said that touching is a big thing for you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm a very touchy-feely person, and I... Not with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to like it. I don't know. Um, Did she just goose me? But with my, my kids, even, I would always, always, always touch them. If they were in the car I would, re and they were in a car seat behind me, I'd reach out and I'd put my hands on them. Or they'd sitting next to me and I'd put my hands on them. And they sit next to me and I'd put my hand across their leg. I, I mean, oh my gosh, I just loved being close to them. And with you, you and I hold hands and touch each other all the time. And I I am so uh, aware of how different that is for me with a partner. And I'm so grateful for that and how important that is to me. I didn't even realize, but I'm a touchy person. And so you are receptive to it and you that like was it as it. well. And I appreciate that. That's what you said yeah. in the car. Yeah. Because I said to you, when I don't feel you touch me sometimes, mm -hmm. I always get paranoid, like, uh-oh, mm -hmm. the end is Because I'll reach out, like, when you're driving, and I'll rub the back of your head. Yeah. Or... <laughs> or hold your hand. <laughs> so then I said to you, do I reach out in the same way enough for you? Mm -hmm. And your response is what got me, what surprised me, which doesn't happen often. Right? I don't get surprised often. What was my response? You said, I like, it's less that. It's more that you're receptive to my touching you. Because mm. you said, I touch you and reach out to you plenty. It's just mm -hmm. that you love how receptive I am to your mm -hmm. touch. Mm -hmm. Which I went, God, I didn't even think about that. That that's a big part of it. Because you could, you could push someone away or say, not now or whatever. Yeah, I, I love it when you reach out. I am yeah. falling off this ball now. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Trying to I balance put a pillow, a pillow on a stability ball. <laughs> You know, everybody, I used to be a Mensa candidate <laughs> in that I could take not, the test. Not no more. When I say a Mensa candidate, I meant anybody can take the test. And that's me. <laughs> ah, not ah. no more. Now you can't even fill out an application. Uh, no, I don't. I can't. <laughs> it's bad that we default. Squeaking. It's bad that we default to. Uh, never mind. Um, yeah, so I love but the I, fact that. Go ahead, sorry. No, I think that's. I think that's very interesting because it's something I wasn't even aware of in myself that that would be an important factor for me that somebody would want to hold my hand like every time we walk away from the car or walk into a venue or walk down the street, we always hold hands, and I love that connection to you. Like it would feel weird to not hold your hand, mm -hmm. and I. Yeah, it just didn't. Um, now that I have it with you, I can I can see how that would be an important thing for me. That uh, for your next relationship, you yeah, mean. for my next relationship, yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to figure those things out with me. <laughs> well, you know, thank you. No, oh, you know what's what? funny? 
Mark Groves this morning. So as I was posting uh, to Instagram our day yesterday mm-hmm. where we saw Wang Chung, um, which was really underwhelming. I was I thought some music oh, was going to be good at Summerfest yesterday. And underwhelming. we spent, I don't know, six, seven hours there yesterday, maybe six, five. Mm. And it was we just did not five. see any. The best music was that dance club stuff. Oh, yeah, the DJs. Yeah, that was yeah. the best. I mean, it was in the middle of the afternoon, but... No, still, it was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. So, So anyway, Mark I was about Groves. to post something. You know Mark Groves. Mm-hmm. And Mark Groves had posted a question that I even said to you that it's, it's on the heels of you saying you're going to leave me, but you're learning what you like. <laughs> I heard that correctly, right? <laughs> That's right. You're you pl- got it. You're planning to leave. I thought I was being subtle, but you're no, right. No, well, you're giving me a heads up. <laughs> Right. Nothing don't wrong. Say I didn't yeah, you. yeah. Don't say I didn't tell you. As I sleep on the couch every night, that's not even funny. That's not happening, is it? <laughs> Keep talking. So Mark Grove said, "Are you prepared to let go of someone that you truly love, knowing that it will make them grow and free their spirit? Mm. Like that's the ultimate test of a relationship. That you'd be willing to say." As much as I love you and love being with you, let your growth, your personal experiences in life come first. So that's what made me think of it when you said you're using me now. I'm going to use those words correctly. Yeah. Because I heard you say, I'm using you now to figure out how to be with the next man. That's right. What do you Learned think of that from Mark so Rose? so much about myself for the next relationship, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Go. Well, I mean, I, I guess I when you were when you were saying it, what comes what popped into my mind is, you know, you can't hang on to someone that doesn't want to be there. Just hold on, loose you can't, you can't talk somebody into loving you. You can't talk somebody into being committed to you. You can't talk somebody. You know, they have to want it themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise. You have no choice but to let go. You have no choice. Yeah. No, but are you prepared if I were to say to you, hey, I need to figure out life and that means... Well, sure. That's all under the same category, right? No, I'm asking you, you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you... Well, no, you're not allowed to go anywhere. Oh, sorry. that's it. I, that's <laughs> so what I was sorry. waiting for. <laughs> so oh, no, sorry. no, no, no. No, your personal else. growth is over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're stuck right here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all it's all the same thing, isn't it? It's it's if that's your personal growth, the you whatever you call it, they just don't want to be here yeah. with you right now yeah. anymore. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? sucks it can suck yeah it can suck yeah yeah but you gotta if if you try hanging on to somebody like that it's just going to get ugly i just don't know how it can't you know and you know hold the idea of holding on so tightly 38 that you yeah you gotta hold on loosely and don't let go and don't let it go cling too tightly you're going to lose control. Yeah. So, and what, what is meant to be will come back to you, right? Oh, that I don't believe in. You don't believe in? No. <laughs> I do not believe in the meant to be stuff. I really don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that as a statement. I cannot believe I'm trying to still sit on this ground. <laughs> <laughs> you 
I wish, I wish, if any of you just listen to the podcast, go to YouTube and watch it because I look like. <laughs> oh a, no, they can hear you rolling like around a on your rubber jackass. ball. I think I got it. <laughs> I don't. I for some reason I don't like if it was meant to be at all because I just feel that's like throwing your hands up in the air to fate, and I don't believe in that. Like, I don't think we're meant to be because we met a year earlier than when we dated. I don't think we're meant to be. I just think we just happened to, you think that it was meant to be shit. You're giving me a look like I should stop talking. No, I'm pondering what you're saying. I'm I'm open to thinking otherwise, but. Like, <laughs> what's ball. the noise? I know, I'm sorry. I'll stop moving. <laughs> like, let me give you an example. Like, let me give you an example. I would have never guessed when I was in the Big Ten Championship against Maryland, because some some pictures popped up as, as memories, right, to post and share. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of me taking a picture of Iowa and Maryland signs next to one another. I would have never guessed that Iowa wouldn't want Sam back, right, and that Maryland would come courting. I didn't know any of those things would happen. And so I don't believe it was a meant-to-be situation. I believe people make choices in life, and it, it whatever need fills you at that time fills you. Does that make any sense? Like I don't, I don't see it. Whatever a... need fills I, you and what? Say I, that I just, again. I just don't. I, I'm not making any sense. We are both out of it today. <laughs> we have been away from podcasting for so Drink long. Drink your turmeric milk. We forgot the talk. I, I just don't like this concept of meant to be, because I think you, you put effort into something. We don't work. You and I don't work as a relationship because there's some divine intervention or some spiritual thing. We have arguments. We're good at repair. We're getting, we've gotten really good at repair. So you think that's a spiritual statement, a divine statement? I, I feel to say if it was meant to be is leaving it out to some ethereal thing. And I just don't believe that. I believe if someone wants to be what someone or wants to be, we make decisions all day long and we don't we don't give ourselves credibility for that. There's not fate and decisions we make. You got up and said you wanted to read a book today. We got up, said we we're going to do this. We chose things we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So in those moments when we're in a relationship that doesn't work or a, a business relationship, doesn't have to be interpersonal. I don't believe in leaving it to the, if it was meant to be. You want to raise, you got to ask for it and you've got to earn it, right? I don't believe it's a meant to be thing. Does that make sense where I'm going with this? I, I guess so. I kind of feel you. Would it make, do you, does the um, the concept of one door opens, another one closes, or one door closes, another one opens, resonate for you more? Well, that's manifestation in my mind. That's that. Mm-hmm. The, what I do believe in, which may sound hypocritical, I hope it doesn't. I do believe in manifestation where you can see the world. Like my kids always recognize that I would say this to them. Whether you believe in something or not, you're all, you're right, right? Do you know what I mean by that? So I Whether when you, you s- believe in something or not, you're right. Whatever you believe is going to manifest itself. If oh, you believe yeah. that that's a door yes. that's closed, it's a closed door. If you believe it's open, it's open. Yep. And I I believe in life. I don't think there's any. Oh, this is going to sound really deep, and I'm not really good at this philosophical stuff. That I, I don't I don't believe life is presenting anything to us other than opportunity and how we perceive those things in front of us is our reality. True. True. So, percent. So if we go into like I always talk about this, it, my daughter and I, she's amazed that I don't like working out for as much as I work out. 
Mm-hmm. And I said to you yesterday when we went to go climb that big hill, which was really hard. Mm-hmm. I was I was all prepped, right? I'm going, all right, let's have a goal. Let's try to do as many as we can. And then there's a sign that said beer garden opens at 11. <laughs> and like, it was yeah. ele- it was 11.15. And I went, I would go to the beer garden right now. <laughs> and so my, my point is, I, I think you just go on this journey of life and things come in front of you. And how you perceive those events happening forms your reality. Mm-hmm. And so you can perceive everything as shit, for example. Like, how many times do we get parking spots? Because mm-hmm. I just perceive the reality there's going to be a spot available. That kind of stuff I believe in. So doors closing and opening, mm-hmm. that's all to me perception, how you view that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before you and I met, we both had serious relationships. Mm-hmm. We both thought that there was some permanence to them, whatever to whatever extent that was. Yep. We were shocked that they ended the way they did. Yep. And we both felt before we met one another... I'm probably not going to have what you and I have, though Mm -hmm. we aspired for it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here's the difference. I feel the moment I changed my thinking and said, well, if you keep thinking you're not going to have what you want, you're not going to have what you want. Mm -hmm. And I went, and I told you this before, we've talked about it. The moment I said, if I want change to happen, then I have to change. I'm the only common denominator. That stuff I believe in. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in... Well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. That Does that make sense of yeah. the distinction there? Yeah. I don't know. Wow, did we go off the fucking beaten path? Well, that's how it works. You know, you start, you have this train of thought and one thought leads to the next. And that's, These podcasts, you, know, you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, we always oftentimes go off on these tangents and I think that's... I thought we were going to talk about our sex lives. <laughs> Is that what that intimacy one was about? No, but you did have a second thing you want to change. Do you want to go to the other topic you want to talk about? Yeah. So we had a, uh, what night was it? Friday. Thursday, we were talking about our day on Friday. And Friday, I went from Milwaukee down to Chicago to help my son move. And my son, um, when I asked him, do you want uh, Jack to come with me or do you want just me? He just said, no, just you is fine. Not because he doesn't like you no. or like us uh, my in kids any way. have done the same thing that's but that's normal. what's yep. what's interesting yep. you know with the blending our families is we are always <clears throat> you and i are together so much that we are often move as one unit mm-hmm. and that's right we have to step back and recognize sometimes our kids just want mm-hmm. the individual yeah. right and i and i and, feel can i interrupt you for a quick second yeah. i feel in a marriage you don't think to have time with just mom or just dad because they're married. Yeah, but and because, that's your family because, unit. Yeah, that's because we're know. blended. Mm-hmm. You're never their mom and I'm never their dad. Correct. For our respective kids. Right. So it might be even rarer for a kid to say to his parents who are married, hey, I just want to see mom, right? Mm-hmm. That would be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. less of a thing and maybe yeah. it'd be more of a parent thing saying, you just go with them today. I want to hang out at home. Right. You need some time with our son or daughter. So that's, what I think, the distinction. But yeah, ahead, definitely. And, and you know, it's not surprising that our kids, yeah, they just have different needs. So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. I was going down to Chicago on Friday to um, help Sam. And I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you felt like a little frustrated that, you know, what are you going to do? You have moved to Milwaukee. You don't have friends here. And when I'm gone, it's, you know, you don't have your your 
partner to go play with and do stuff with. And, and you're sort of faced with like, gosh, I really don't have a list of people I could call and go out with. Well, remember we listened to that thing this morning, hurt, angry, lonely, mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was lonely. Yes. That's what that was. Yes. Yes. And I was encouraging you to, you know, reach out to my brother and sister-in-law or reach out to this guy, Brian, who you just discovered you both play music or reach out. And, right. and that was hard for you. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but no, you were resistant great. to the idea of reaching out because your loneliness was taking center stage. I was resistant. Yeah, because I'm tired of working and it's hard at this age at 57 mm-hmm. to have someone go, oh, let's be besties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My friends, I again, I always try to put, believe it or not, when these moments come up, I actually put myself in your shoes. How would you feel if we were in Illinois? Mm-hmm. And I was going out with all the people that I know there, mm-hmm. right? And how hard would that be for you? And then my feeling goes to, what would Kathy do? Oh, sure, she'd probably have two hundred friends, <laughs> right? And that's I don't and know for about as that, social but... as I am, I'm not one that seeks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. socialization, right? You know that. Yeah, which is always so funny because you you do come off as an extremely social person, and and oftentimes the conduit to an event taking place or the fun or the life of the party or the entertainment or Mm. you can take center stage at, you know, Mm. you've been a performer Mm. and you are a performer. Um, But so, but I was encouraging you to put yourself out there to go do something without me. Mm. And you did. Mm. And how did it go? It was terrible. They were, mean. They, were <laughs> they were mean to you. They were very mean to me. <laughs> your brother, your brother, when I showed up at the bar, literally rolled his eyes to Carol. <laughs> and I heard him mouth, here we go. <laughs> and then I brought Carol a drink. I know she listens to it. I brought Carol a drink. And first thing she says is, seriously? <laughs> um, your brother, then I turn my head quickly, I look at him, and he goes, he puts an L to his forehead and then brings it down really fast. <laughs> okay, none of that happened. It was it was really good. And um, I, you know, it's funny because I asked you yesterday, tell me the truth, did you reach out to these people on my behalf? Mm-hmm. And with a kind of like a, a note in your grammar school, Jack wants to go out with you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I almost did. I almost. And that would have really bummed me out. I almost side texted my brother and sister in law and said, "You guys, could you ask Jack?" <laughs> Jack's go lonely. Jack doesn't have any friends. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I I just let the natural course of what was to be be. Well, because it feels like you're, for me at least, and I shouldn't say it feels like. I feel like I'm anxious. Right, mm-hmm. like, oh, please be my friend. I have nobody here because mm-hmm. it's getting back to the core of it. It's lonely, right? Mm-hmm. And and to to try to start and generate friendships at this age is just hard. Yeah, and, and I I guess it's my own reality, right? Here I am talking about manifestation. So if yeah. I believe it's hard, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you was funny in a flurry. This is what I'm going to give myself credit. And I hope you give me credit too. Because you said all these things, I was told, um, if I'm telling the story differently than you remember experiencing it, tell me, okay? Okay. So I remember being reticent. Mm -hmm. I remember being 
fully resistant. I remember, in fact, going on a little speech tirade of, you don't get it. And when I lived <laughs> here and you've never done this and you don't, you've always been around. I don't have, right? I did all that. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I'd go outside to do some things. I forget what you were. We were just apart doing stuff in the house. And then you come out to me and you went, you just sent a text to my brother. I went, yeah, and I texted Brian, and I texted this other guy, and I texted a few other people, and your eyes were kind of stunned, right? Yeah, because I, I didn't realize that you did that. You didn't discuss, all right, I'll get over myself and put myself out there. You just did it. I've always said to you, I feel bad for you sometimes because you see my thoughts out loud, <laughs> and you experience the dress rehearsal, so you never get to see a show for the first time. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. You'll hear me prep for work meetings and be like, that motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Then I'm wandering. And then all of a sudden you hear me on a call and it's totally different. Right? Yeah. So I think what you experienced was me thinking out loud with you mm -hmm. or talking out loud, as you mm -hmm. like to say. Yeah. Right? And trying to process That's a all Kathyism. the... That's I'm just going to talk, talk out, out loud, loud right now. I say talk out loud instead of think out loud. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me too. Usually I, I just you. talk in my head. <laughs> But now I'm going to talk out loud. Think in our head. But anyway, um, that's why I almost had to fight myself and argue with myself yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then it felt great. Dennis and Carol were awesome. I got to know Tom and Kirsten so much more. Had an incredible conversation with Tom that I don't think otherwise I would have had if you were by my side. Right. I think those conversations would have largely been, how's mm -hmm. the house? And how's the kids? Mm -hmm. And how was the wedding? And mm -hmm very generic stuff. It just gave me an opportunity to meet those guys at a different level. I had a ton of fun with them. Yeah. So I know Carol listens and I hope she appreciates that. Yeah. I really did enjoy being with them. And again, I also know they knew your ex-husband for 30 years, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. they've known me for maybe two. Mm -hmm. We've gone out for maybe, if we've really put it down on paper, mm -hmm. I've seen them 25 times in the two years. If you really put it down on paper, probably 25 okay. times, right? Okay. Well, so it's not, but yeah. really? Yeah. We don't see them every month. Yeah. It's 12 months in a year. We're going on vacation with them soon. We are. So they're <laughs> going to see me for a long time. Sorry, already in advance. <laughs> every day for 14 days. So I thank you for pushing me because it's not, it's not easy for me to be social. Well, I commend you for putting yourself out there like that. I really, really do. I was very impressed because it was such the opposite. And it was a quick turnaround, too. It was like minutes between when you went, <laughs> and then you you texted everybody. And yeah, I was like, you oh were my shocked because I just got done going, you don't get it. Because I was pretty insistent, right? You were. You don't get it. It's you hard. A lot of arguments I, I feel as to what you can't make friends at this age. You, I feel like I look you know, desperate, blah, blah, blah. city and they don't really like me. And Right. I'm, I did all that. I'm Yeah, all of that. And then all of a sudden I went, all right, get the phone out and do it. That's the one thing I, <laughs> for all of you kids listening out there right now, the one thing I really do like about myself is if I if I think I have really good self-awareness, if I know I'm just being a dick, it's all right, well, dive in. You got to try. And you have to mm -hmm. sincerely try, right? You have to, mm -hmm. There's some, there has to be some earnestness about mm -hmm. it, which there was for mm -hmm. me, right? Mm -hmm. um, and even Dennis was hilarious because he goes, oh, man, don't you think I didn't respond to you right away? I felt bad because I took a while to respond. And um, under my breath, I was like, you fuck yourself. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was just, it, it was nice because there's a, a guy that Kathy and I met through preparation for Alex's wedding. 
um, the husband of a woman that helped Alex and takes me in his back room and he's got this big huge studio with drum kits and guitars and we played a song for a little bit and, and I'm always leery it sounds funny I know for you to hear this but when I meet musicians I'm always like ah, they got their own thing and musicians have egos and plus I only want to play my song so whose ego is in front right he wants to play your song and he wants to play my songs but I didn't believe it I had yeah. all these moments of oh sure he does Right. Or he's got a group of guys already. Because again, he just it, wants to play. Well, again, he at this wants... age, a lot of people have mm -hmm. their routes, right? Yeah. And adding another route is not easy. So it's funny because I reached out to him because Kathy goes, see what he's doing. Maybe you guys could jam today. And the first thing I said to you was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go jam in the suburbs. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what I said. So, so help me. Help me. When you have those <laughs> moments, <laughs> they'll call them <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> and you come up with a litany of excuses or reasons or, or justifications. As your partner, what is the best thing to do in those moments? I mean, you tell me. What do you think it is? Well, it's just to let you have that moment. It it's is. what I call, you know, the moment where you need to kick the sand. You know, you just need to just gosh darn it and and that in itself is part of the process of understanding it or just letting it out or you know i am two I things know. i am two i can't believe we're doing a therapy session on me right now should i lay yes. down um I, I am two things so i think you should worry more when i get quiet those mm -hmm. are moments you should be like what's going on because you haven't talked a lot true True. Because that means I'm really thinking about something that's bothering me and I don't want to think out loud. That mm -hmm. now I'm going, I've got to make a choice here that's not going to be easy. That's mm -hmm. that's when I think, in fact, people at work say it all the time, like, he's quiet, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm really contemplating that I have to make some choices that aren't going to be easy. So when I'm thinking out loud, I think you just got to... I would even accept if you were like, oh God, Really? We're doing this now because mm -hmm. you know i would laugh at myself in that circumstance and the irony of bringing up the guy and playing in the suburbs i i truly did say that to you right i yes, said you did oh like i'm gonna go in the fucking suburbs and play guitar as if i'm some <laughs> elitist right like i'm some prima donna living in a penthouse condo in the city because i live this busy city life in new york city i'm in fucking milwaukee <laughs> in a, essentially a suburb anyway right like who so the once you put your feet back on the ground. So who the fuck am I? It, it, it was more, I was trying to find a reason. What I was really doing in that moment was I just wanted people to come to me. And I was mm -hmm. just didn't, I was just didn't feel like asking for people to like me. That's what it really is. Mm. And so I was coming with reasons to not be rejected. That's interesting. I was coming with reasons to not be hurt. Okay. I didn't want to get hurt. Okay. I don't want to reach out to Dennis and Carol and them say, Oh, we've got this group of friends we're just going out with, but we'd look maybe some other time. Yep. Right? Yep. And you I didn't want to reach out to Brian and Brian, oh, I'm playing with my band right now. Mm -hmm. It was all, I didn't want to mm -hmm. make the ask because I was afraid of getting hurt. Mm. So much easier just to sit there and say everyone's an asshole yeah. and complain about it. That's what I was doing out loud with you. And then I went, all right, ask. And the irony of the Brian guitar player thing is instantly he writes me back. Instantly. Yeah. Oh my God, I'd love to, but my wife and I are going away for the weekend. We're going to be back on this date. How about the fifth? Yeah. Like right away. You had a date lined up. <laughs> and then I then I look at you. Then I even look at you. I'm like, like, I want to meet you that fast. 
I can't show right? show them I'm that yeah. interested. I got to play coy. Yeah, well, I'm maybe in, maybe in August, but I'm busy. <laughs> it's just it's just protection. So I think what I'm very good at is knowing the core of what it is. I'm protecting myself from getting hurt. Mm. That's really what that yeah. is. Is because yeah. I I do feel I. It's funny, you and I talked about are we codependent? Because mm. we, and I don't, we both agree, we're not codependent. Like Al and Sam, I don't see as codependent. They just really like one another. Yes. We really I don't see like Dennis and Carol company. as codependent. Do you? No. But they love being with one another. Yes. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I know so many couples that I would never call codependent. They just, and so what I have to do is make more of an effort. And I think, I do feel I'll create more time now because I didn't want to create time when the wedding was going on and baseball was going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate this therapy session for me, by the way. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you fixed. Thank Don't you. Don't worry. Train we'll make so you hard. All so anyway, better. I'm going to be hanging out with Brian next week, which is hilarious. And then he didn't just stop there. He said, hey, send me some of your songs quite so I can learn them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I said to Kathy, I go, like, you can't just learn a song by listening to it. <laughs> Right, like everything. <laughs> That's was... what you do, though. What do you mean? You learn a song by listening to no, it. No, I know. So I just, I'm sure he can. And then two seconds later, he texts, "You know what? Don't worry about the chords. I'll figure them out." I'm like, oh, <laughs> "You're such a dick." And then he's like, "Can you at least send the lyrics?" Right? And my brain wanted again to go to, "Oh my god, just listen. I'm not stuttering." <laughs> You're such an <laughs> It's all protection. It was just, a, but then it's great. And so anyway. Okay. That's interesting. Cause I'm going to, when I hear that, I'm going to think he I'm still, is... that's the 10 year old boy that's afraid of getting well, hurt. Well, isn't like, that the truth? There's always that yeah. child still within us that going is to a new school. So vul- vulnerable. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. For sure. That, mm-hmm. that, that's what that, I know what it is. It's that moment of, man, I don't want to get rejected because I do think I'm fun and friendly and funny. And why well, wouldn't everyone want to be with me be my best friend <laughs> why wouldn't they how the fuck did this turn into a therapy session we were look intimacy touching sex lots of it there was more no sex s- idea of going out with okay. kathy those going things out. weren't on there but okay. i'm just added a lot <laughs> i thank you for being patient with me because i know it's not easy <coughs> excuse me i'm <coughs> um, sorry key um well, I, I will admit that, you know, you and I are only two years in and I'm still still learning. <coughs> okay. A little shredded wheat godmother. Oh. Jesus. Um, that that we're still learning and I've probably am going to guess that I've learned not to react too much to that, like just let it be, let it let that information sit there out in the space Mm -hmm. and just let it settle a Mm -hmm. little bit because to react to that could have gone a really terrible route Mm -hmm. because my initial reaction is to feel super duper bad that Mm -hmm. a you're you're you know basically Sam wanted just me to help him move and you're Mm -hmm. you're left behind in Milwaukee Mm -hmm. And then, um, two, you've moved up to Milwaukee to, you know, be with me mm-hmm. and this house, mm-hmm. which is so consuming. Mm-hmm. And I start to put these things on myself mm-hmm. and try and and try to figure out how I can make this burden for you better because I feel responsible. Like that, isn't that crazy? How 
that's no, that's where you. My, that's, no, that's me, you. right? You get so, into my fault mode. Yeah, it's yeah. my responsibility to solve this for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I'm also prone to going, uh, you know, like like getting in defensive mode then mm-hmm. too. Like, well, you know, I don't know whatever route mm-hmm. that would look like, mm-hmm. but whatever that route would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't. I was very conscious. Just let this be. Yeah, you um, were. I, you know, I'm just going to encourage you that everybody does really like you. And especially my brother and sister-in-law and these other people. And, you know, that it's sincere. And um, there you go. So, yeah, great, great learning lesson. But it's, it's really, um, it takes time, like you and I are so close and know each other so well, and yet there's still tremendous points of discovery, self-discovery, relationship discovery. Um, and it's kind of profound. Mm. It really is. Hmm. Yeah. You're in the deep end of the pool today. Am I? Yeah, I'm Johnny Shallows. <laughs> and you're in the deep end of the pool. <laughs> I'm just glad that you're getting, I agree with you, and I'm glad you're getting to know me because I've, I've said it to you often, I always feel bad for you because you see the dress rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're the parent that listens to the kid learn to play trumpet for the first time. <laughs> right here. <laughs> and like, Mom, what do you think? So good, honey. <laughs> hours that's what you get to listen to seriously i feel so bad for kath i don't know why she picked this well it's interesting because you are so articulate and you are such a fast thinker and i'm a slow processor and that's one of the things that we are as much as we have in common very very different different. like the Mm. next day i'll be like and my answer to that is and i'll have forgotten what we talked about (laughs) no you won't you never do sometimes i wish you would um (laughs) (laughs) oh it's good um but what was i gonna say i don't know i forgot what i was gonna say you say that we're so different. Well, yeah, cause be, because your thoughts, like like when going back to the encouraging you to reach out to people and you coming up with half a dozen excuses why it just won't work or why I can't or why it's impossible. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's a part of me, too, that goes, gosh, maybe he's right. Because that was such a convincing argument. Yeah. That yeah. was so good. But... You know, there's always... That's me convincing myself that, I again, I think what I'm very good at is knowing what the real core of it is. And I'm just afraid of getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, um, just don't want to experience it. So, I'll come up with reasons to not go to that end of the pool. Mm-hmm. But that's not really living, right? I mean, it well, isn't, it's yeah, not life, really living. Life, I had to... There's a lot of hurt in life. No, and but, but and it... you can't avoid it, you oh, know? You just got to live it. You just got to live it because there's great lessons in that. And you got to just believe you'll, you'll survive and conquer yeah. too, you know? Well, I'm glad. Here's the thing. We've, I'm, I'm tired of talking, believe it or not, because I want to get bike riding with you. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I want to get my mountain bike riding today. Are you still up for doing that? Yeah, or no? I am. 
Or we could do something else if you don't want to. No. Do. I just want to do some physical. Let's get physical. I'm all physical. about soundtracks to this thing. Uh, right um, I don't have any question for us to ask at the end, which I hope you're okay with because I don't want to do that. Okay. I'm glad we're podcasting again. Yeah, this is um, it. We gotta do it more this frequently. This is our first podcast in our new little corner. We're working on the basement yeah, still. This will all be fixed thing. behind us. If it you're really watching. is not a good angle. No. For, but, but it's good lighting. It's gonna. And the sound is a little bit better yeah. in here, I think. Mm-hmm. But thank you for talking today. I appreciate it. I'm glad we did this podcast. Yeah, thank you. I know we went a little bit all over the place, but I love doing this. We'll be back more. It's our podcast. We can do, what the do whatever the fuck we want, man. On that note, all right. Peace. Peace. See y'all. Jack and Kathy shit show <laughs> outro take 652. <laughs> <laughs> you just listened to another episode of the Jack and Kathy shit show. Our senior producers are me. Hey, and me. This episode was produced, engineered, and mixed by the amazing Key Honar. Email your questions, comments, or interesting relationship stories to Jack and Kathy shit show at gmail.com. That is Kathy with a C. Be sure to follow and like our marvelous shit show on Instagram and TikTok at Jack and Kathy Shit Show. Apparently liking and following is a thing. It is? Yeah. This episode was produced by Pint Productions 2022. Point! Point.